Check one, two. Testing, testing. Alright, what is up, guys? Good morning. I'm on my way to work right now. It's Tuesday morning. Just cruising. Wanted to check in with the podcast community. And, uh... See what you guys are up to. Give you guys a little more exclusive content. I like making just podcast-only stuff. And, uh... I've got a few videos coming down the line. I'm just rambling right now. Let me just kind of get it all out of my system. I'm playing with, uh, length. Length of time with a podcast. Like, when you listen to a podcast, are, are you taking, a 30-minute, one-hour, two-hour commitment to a podcast, or is a five-minute podcast something more digestible, or is it something that's just not even worth your time? Like, I listen to the Buffer social media podcast, and sometimes those things are five minutes long, and to me, they feel like I can just kind of put them off a little while, whereas the big, long interviews that are two hours long, Sam Harris podcast, Joe Rogan Tim Ferriss, like those really, really long podcasts, those definitely take commitment, those take me multiple days to listen to it, I'm really trying to think what's the right way to go about this, probably just me talking to myself, me rambling to myself like this, is only going to get to about 10 minutes before you just kind of like click it off, or you know, if you even like make it past minute two. Uh, another thing in podcasting I'm trying to figure out is analytics, uh, if you guys know anything about analytics, just hit me up on Instagram at Jordan P. Anderson. Uh, send me a DM if you know any podcast analytic tools. My site's hosted through Squarespace, so that's where this podcast is hosted through. And it gives you like some RSS subscriber feed data, but in terms of downloads or people listening or like how long they listen to it, I mean, I, I guess I could never know that. But there is, and, and I think Apple just came out like last week or the week before with, they're finally rolling out podcast analytics uh, native through Apple. So, but I just, it, I don't know, why is it taking this long? Why is it taking this long to get podcast data or like why podcast analytics are important? I mean, podcasting was huge in 2006. Why didn't it spring up more there where you can get all this analytics? Or is that still, like, too far back in the day in the WordPress, RSS feed, blog posting days? I don't know. But um, I would like to see more analytics on these uh, because Squarespace gives me some data analytics, and they've built it out a little bit more and more as the months have gone on, but I don't know... It's, it'll say, you know, one day I'll have, like, 500, and then the next day it'll say, like, I have 150. And it's like, all right, come on, like, what's... You, people, you don't drop subscribership that quickly and, like, in a week's time, gain and lose 250, 350 subscribers in a week and then gain them all back. That just doesn't make sense to me. So I'm a little confused with the, the analytics. Uh, another thing I'm trying to figure out is doing this format of podcasting, um, I definitely think podcasting is going to be bigger and bigger as the months go on, as the, uh, definitely the rest of this year, podcasting is going to be a whole lot bigger, 
I've been playing with my Google Home at the house, and I found out that I am able to listen to podcasts by saying, like, hey, play this podcast. Um, still can't listen to the Jordan P. Anderson podcast, but I'm trying to figure out what is that threshold that Google or Alexa is able to find your podcast and then play your podcast. Is it a certain... Is it... You know, are they just taking the top 100? Do you have to have, like, a huge following? Um, it doesn't... It doesn't quite make sense why the search power of Google is only limited to the top 100. But maybe they'll come out with more and more features. Um, but having a podcast, I think, is going to be pretty helpful in the future. It's something that, uh like I am right now, commuting to work, uh, you very well could be commuting to work, and, you know, you obviously can't watch my videos, you can't watch, uh, a YouTube video while you're driving, at least, God, I hope you don't, um, but you can listen to a podcast, and having a podcast with interesting people, or interesting ideas, or just be able, being able to deliver that information, uh, through voice, I think is a... A very, very effective way to get your uh, to get yourself out there. Um, and this is just kind of another way that I, you know, this is another thing that I'm adding to sort of my content checklist. You know, now it's YouTube videos and Instagram videos, and make sure I upload to Facebook natively. And now it's going to be make sure that the podcast goes out as well. Yeah, because not everyone's on YouTube, and not everyone's on Instagram, and but some people are on the podcast. Um, finally rolling out some big episodes lately uh, with the podcast. Recently just had Matt Workman from Cinematography Database uh, release, the po- uh, release his podcast, released uh, David Johnson, uh, who's with David Johnson Productions. His, uh, his podcast I thought was really awesome. Because he just, he nailed it um, when it comes to talking about the steps you take in the moments leading up to action or when you press record. And just how fine-tuned, like fine detail he goes into actually walking you through those steps of checking your image, checking your lighting, making adjustments, uh, checking simple things, make, you know, making sure the talent's ready, making sure the director's ready. Uh, rehearsing, like all this, all that stuff leading up to take one, um, I thought was incredible, and uh, you should definitely go check that podcast out. It's David Johnson's podcast. Um, you should find it here in this list. I have some cool podcasts coming out. Uh, it really surprised me how easy it was to grab some of these uh, big guys. I'd say. I mean, like Matt Workman is huge with Cinematography Database. You know, over. 100,000 subscribers and just, you know, a very, very large profile, um, and just how easy it was to grab, grab them, I mean, it's, it's all through Instagram direct message, so I've been telling a lot of people this, uh, people that have been asking me what they need to do, uh, to get better or find more clients or get, um, sort of a little life hacker business hack or filmmaking hack or you know whatever social media hack is to use Instagram direct message. It is it is the current email of our world. And when I say the current email, I mean the thing that you would check the most 
if you got a message there. Now, not a lot of people are using it there, so that means that every time you do get an instant or you get a, do get a direct message, that it is a special moment that you definitely want to check it out. You want to see what's going on in it. Um, so maybe that's how I was able to get these big people so quickly that I just sent them a direct message because we're not always not always used to checking our Instagram direct message feed, and when we do, we give it some attention versus like sending an email to someone. And they immediately just delete the email. I do think in a year or two, well, actually, probably, what is it now? It's end of June. So I bet by I bet by the end of May of next year that the Instagram direct message will be overpopulated. I'm sure they'll come out with some kind of spam filter. They'll be. They might even like build out the Instagram direct message to be a little more of a robust communication tool. Maybe even like Slack. Maybe even like. A, uh, a mobile friendly version of email uh, but I think now is the time if you really want to ask some questions if you want to reach out to a potential client, a potential partner a potential podcast guest anything like that that use Instagram direct message as uh, the main source of communication and I say use it now because in a year it's going to be you know, it's going to be kind of overkill. It's going to be everyone does direct message now. You, you know, you'll be an outlier right now. It may not seem like a good idea, but if you want to extract some good information from people, some value, something really, yeah, I'll just start rambling about this. Use Instagram direct message uh, until I guess we ruin it. Um, <laughs> but until then, take advantage. But it, I mean, just know that it will be ruined and. Every day that goes by that you're not using Instagram direct message to achieve what you need to achieve business-wise, life-wise, uh, you know, content creation-wise. Uh, every day that goes by is every day that the Instagram direct message becomes less valuable. So, yeah. So those are my two thoughts. Just uh, one about podcasting, one about Instagramming. And, uh, yeah, here I am at work, into my commute, and... Uh, Guys, thanks for listening to this podcast. My name is Jordan P. Anderson, and if you can, hit the subscribe button on your podcast app, leave a rating, so that's how you know get a little higher in the search rank. If anything, just share like share this podcast with someone that you might think uh, really needs this kind of information. What I would love more than to just get higher in the ranks of podcasting or get more subscribers is for people to hear this information and really take it to heart and really use it to bring them some value in life. Thanks for, I almost said thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. My name is Jordan P. Anderson, and we'll see you next time.